Welcome to You Need a Coach Bitch with Chris Hale. I'm your host, Chris Hale. I'm a certified life coach that helps queer creatives take their passion, turn it into a purpose, and get paid. If you're looking to make an impact on the world with your work by dismantling internalized oppressive thought systems, by using coaching, spirituality, and a lot of cursing, you are in the right place. So let's get to work. Hey, bitches. What's up? How's everyone doing? We are nine days into Pride, and I hope you are all celebrating, but I also hope that you're doing things to fuck some people's shit up. We need to be rising up right now. There is a lot going on in the world. As for me, quite frankly, I'm feeling a bit scattered and off this week. I was in LA for a wedding over the weekend, which was amazing, but it was a very quick trip and I'm still recovering from the fun and the time difference. So today I want to talk about something that pride really is all about, and that is belonging and sometimes the lack of belonging that we can feel both as queer people in the world, but also within the queer communities. Having the opportunity to coach so many people across the Q plus spectrum, one of the things that comes up a lot is enoughness, especially when we don't fit neatly into boxes or at like one specific end of um, the binaries. And this has definitely been my story, or at least the one I've told myself. I am a biracial, black, genderqueer person. Where do I go? Who am I? Who are my people? Where do I belong? Um, I think that I've spent my entire life trying to answer this question. And no surprise, I was looking outside of myself for the answer. I love the way that Brené Brown talks um, about the difference between fitting in and belonging. And I think that's where things got really sticky for me because I never really felt like I fit in anywhere. Fitting in, as Brené describes it, is about needing to change yourself to fit your surroundings. I was constantly trying to do this. And like, as we discussed last week, that was in part a survival mechanism. I learned to adapt to others' wants and needs while diminishing my own. And I tried to like learn how to like be who I needed to be when it was required. It was like a lot about pretending to like things I didn't like and being somebody I wasn't. And this is the thing. It's like when the underlying premise of your life is that there is something wrong with you, and that you are a problem, that you're always trying to fix that, fitting in seems like a really good place to start. And like I said, this is really difficult sometimes in the queer community because of this enoughness, right? We start, when we start thinking about whether or not we belong. So things I often hear, like, I'm not queer enough, I'm not trans enough, I'm not mask enough. If I'm bi and I'm in a hetero relationship, do I still get to be a part of the queer community? As though there's not a B in the acronym, right? (laughs) But, and then there's like all the labels, right? So in like one sense, labels can be unifying, but not if you don't fit into what the perfect paradigm of that label is being defined as. And in case you were wondering, this is because of white supremacist heteronormative patriarchal standards. This, that shit does rear its ugly head everywhere because it's, it's a hierarchy that all groups are operating within and then re- replicate in that group. 
So because of this, a lot of us stop trying to fit in, right? Because it becomes exhausting. We're like, fuck it. I'm never going to get the acceptance or approval I'm looking for. So why bother trying? This is a problem though, because a sense of belonging is really crucial to our well-being, right? We are like pack animals. We are meant to live within a group. It started as survival, and then it's extended much past that, that like we've adapted to that need to sort of have a community and a group to exist within. But again, when we have tried and failed for so long to fit in, we give up. And we can often become even more isolated from others because it stops us from actually seeking out belonging. And I think a lot of creatives, that's why I love the work that I do working with queer creatives, because it's 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 all connected. Um, creatives can relate to this because, you know, the messaging we're getting, we often see like the artsy kid depicted as like strange or an outsider. And like for me in movies, dancers were always shown as like being these like really focused, like high, high achieving Um, neurotic people who were like so focused on their goals that they didn't have time for other kids at school, you know, that didn't understand their drive. And in our society and our culture, choosing a creative path is seen as like divergent from the mainstream in most ways. So that's kind of what we're dealing with, just coming into things. But belonging, if we're not going to go for fitting in, if we're not going to go for right? Seeking approval from the group. How do we cultivate belonging? What even is belonging? So Brené Brown describes it as feeling like you are a part of something bigger than yourself while still having the courage to stand on your own. And I think a lot of people do find that in the queer community, but there is also this tendency for us to like seek out approval in place of belonging. When we belong, we are part of something where people want us there. And when we're fitting in, it really like doesn't matter either way, right? Like we could be there or not be there. And the reason is because we aren't really adding anything to the conversation. When we show up authentically and contribute to the energy from our own experience, we elevate the conversation. When we are trying to fit in, we just uphold and fan the flames of the same old shit. So how do we get there? (laughs) It's a very good question. We start with cultivating a sense of belonging with ourselves. I know for me, I found that I, I didn't even belong to me. I was working so hard to eradicate the parts of me that I didn't like, and I was devaluing my uniqueness. So the shift for me was realizing that if I wanted to have that sense of belonging, I needed to first belong to me, accept me, validate me, and then I could create belonging wherever I was. Belonging would then come with me into every situation. The main tool that allows me to do this is having my own back. I define having your own back as not talking shit about yourself to yourself. This is hard to do because of that underlying premise that something is wrong and that it needs to be fixed. And not only does it need to be fixed, the best way to do that 
is to say the most fucked up things to ourselves to shame ourselves into changing, right? We say all these things to ourselves we would never say to another human being. Well, at least unless like we are fighting with them because sometimes I've said some pretty awful things to people when we're in a fight. But hey, we've all been there. If we can drop if we can drop into radical self-acceptance of our humanness and cultivate compassion, then when like if we're out at a party and we say that thing that makes the room go silent and our asshole brain starts saying mean things, we can just acknowledge it. We can thank it for trying to keep us safe and comfort ourselves through the embarrassment. Because embarrassment, after all, is just a feeling and it will not kill you. This does take practice, though, because we've totally bought into this idea that the shit talking serves a purpose. And that, and so it's not going to feel natural to have our own backs. But let's be honest, nothing is actually really natural. We create all of the neural pathways that form habits, which we experience as what comes natural. We just did most of it unintentionally. So having your own back will be a skill you will need to learn. And any new skill takes practice and a certain amount of cognitive load that will make it feel hard. But you're just using energy to rewire your brain. So we're going to expect a little bit of fatigue. This skill is then translatable into our work and into the impact we want to have in the world. So we can create the safe space for ourselves to fuck up and for people to see us fuck up. They get to see themselves in our failures and in our triumphs. And they get to have that sense that they are a part of your journey, that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. When we have that is when we are truly able to stand on our own because to make the impact we want to make, we're probably going to also have people that don't co-sign our message and that we rub the wrong way. But nothing changes in the world when we're trying to fit in. We don't create the art that really speaks to people because we're too afraid to actually say anything with it. When we first belong to ourselves and open that up to others, we give ourselves the strength and resilience and resilience to withstand the haters because we know that we are not just in it for us. It's about something so much more. So when we bring this back to like being in our own communities and whatever your identities are and in the intersection of all of your identities, first think about all of the ways that you're telling yourself you don't belong and realize when you start thinking about all the things that you need to change about yourself, that what you're actually doing is telling yourself how you can fit in versus how you can belong. Next, really decide to belong to yourself. Go all in on you. Pump yourself up, right? Be your like own biggest fan. And then make the effort to challenge your own brain when it starts shit-talking you. Have your own back. If you can do those three things, then you really will cultivate that sense of belonging that is is rooted 
in you that you can then bring with you anywhere you want in the world. All right, y'all. Have a great week. If you are loving what you're hearing here on You Need a Coach Bitch, please subscribe, like, and share with your friends. And if you want more information on how you can work with me one-on-one, go to theonlychrishale.com or you can find me on Instagram at theonlychrishale.com.